We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Spurs Up Show, the best Gamecocks podcast on the internet. Today is Wednesday, February the 5th, 2020. On today's show, I break down South Carolina basketball's road trip to Oxford, Mississippi, as the Gamecocks look for their fourth straight SEC win as they take on the Ole Miss Rebels. I'll talk about the top storylines, players to watch for Ole Miss, keys the game, give my prediction, and much, much more. Also, we're talking baseball. I continue along and finish up the position unit previews as I break down the Gamecocks catchers heading into the 2020 season. I'll talk about the key losses, who's back, the most to prove, best overall, give my overall grade, and much, much more. Before we get into everything, this is a podcast sent to you by our friends over at Ag South Farm Credit. Guys, most lenders don't understand land financing. Ag South Farm Credit specializes in land financing and has been doing it for over 100 years. They make loans for small and large acreage, hunting property, timberland, farm and pastureland, even home mortgages and construction. They have a ton of great benefits, including long-term fixed rate financing up to 20 years, down payments as low as 15%. They have competitive rates and they pay an average of 25% of the interest back every year as what they call patronage. So they're cooperative, so they share in their profits with their member borrowers. So guys, for example, on a $300,000 loan at 6.5% for 20 years, you would get back $2,770 each year. They're literally putting money in your pocket. They also have an experienced lending staff that knows land and knows how to finance. So guys, whether you are buying land, you're buying your first home, you're buying your dream home, if you're doing any of these things in 2020 or 2021, whenever it may be, you're obviously a lot of people like to plan out their five-year plan, whatever. A lot of us are going to be doing that. Whenever you're buying a home, again, whether it's your first home, whether it's your dream home, whatever it may be, that can be a very stressful and strenuous process. You want to make sure you have the right lender without a doubt. Ag South Farm Credit is that lender. They're going to help you every single step of the way, answer all your questions. They are the people's lender, in my opinion. They really are that friendly, that helpful. They're going to make the process super simple and super easy for you. One of the questions they get asked the most often, people will find a tract of land uh, that they want to buy for hunting, for example. What are the current interest rates? Right, We all want to know interest. How much am I paying in interest? So they get this question a lot, and it's hard to give a clear answer with so many variables. Uh, their rates are competitive with other lenders, but the rates do change daily. How long you term it out tied with your current financial situation also makes a difference. So with this, a quick conversation, they can get you a ballpark quote, but do keep in mind it can change based on the day and further analysis of your financial. So guys, if you want to talk rates, if you have any questions for those guys, give them a call, 844-AG-SOUTH, or visit their website, agsouthfc.com slash T-S-U-S. Again, that's A-G-S-O-U-T-H-F-C dot com 
slash TSUS, Ag South and Equal Housing Lender, NMLS 619-788. So again, their website, agsouthfc.com slash TSUS, or give them a call, 844-AG-SOUTH, and tell them Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. All right, let's get into it. Chris Phillips, your host the Spurs Up Show, as always. Appreciate you guys tuning in. Happy National Signing Day, everyone. It is officially National Signing Day. You probably didn't hear me mention it in the intro, but it is signing day. Uh, you know, it's funny. I'll start the show saying this, and I feel kind of bad saying this even, but the early signing period, if you guys remember back in December, obviously, we had like a full signing day show, preview, post, everything, all the analysis. That early signing period has sort of, to me, taken away some of the luster of this National Signing Day now. I mean, obviously, we all know what's going on today. Jordan Birch, you know, making it official, signing his letter of intent at 1 o'clock. Everybody wonders, is he going to flip to LSU? Is he coming to South Carolina? You know, what about Alex Huntley? Obviously, he's a Gamecock commit. To me, there is no drama in today, really. There's hardly any drama. Uh, I'll have a full breakdown of everything. We're going to have all that coverage today on the SpursUpShow.com, on all of our social media pages. Obviously, we'll cover it throughout the day, and I'll kind of recap everything and talk about it, break it all down on tomorrow's show. But there really was nothing to preview, in my opinion, going into today, going into National Sign Day. Listen, I think Jordan Birch is a Gamecock. Alex Huntley's obviously a Gamecock, and we'll kind of see what happens from there. But it's just kind of funny how the early signing period has sort of, <clears throat> you know, taking the luster off of what used to be a day. It used to be kind of how we treat the early signing day, where it's like Christmas morning for college football fans. But either way, just wanted to let you guys know I'm not sitting here neglecting National Signing Day. But again, happy National Signing Day to everyone. We'll have full coverage on the SpursUpShow.com on all of our social media pages, so please be sure to stay tuned for that. But I'm talking Gamecocks basketball. I'm talking Gamecocks baseball, South Carolina basketball, traveling to Ole Miss tonight. And again, I'm wrapping up the position unit previews tonight really do appreciate you guys I do want to say also have some exciting news huge exciting news coming later this week I kind of dropped a hint about it last week with some stuff that is a a real game changer for the business side of things for the con for everything for the content side of things a new partnership a new investment I'm really really pumped about uh gonna be dropping later this week so I just want to say thank you to you all for making everything that I do possible and uh you know, it's 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 awesome. That's what I'll say. I don't really have the words for it right now. But, anyways, let's jump right into it. Let's jump into meat and potatoes. South Carolina basketball traveling to Oxford, Mississippi. It is a game day edition of the Spurs Up show today. Gamecocks taking on Ole Miss at the Pavilion at Ole Miss. 7 o'clock tip on SEC Network. The Ole Miss Rebels coming into this one. 10-11 and 11 overall, 1-7 and 7 in conference play. Been a very, very rough season for Kermit Davis's squad. Davis in his second season in Oxford. Um, when you take it, Ole Miss, take a look at Ole Miss as a team as a whole, um, shooting 43% from the field, 32% from three-point range. They're not a horrible offensive team, um, only averaging scoring 68.5 points per game, but defensively, they're giving up 43% from the field, 30% from three-point range, and 68 points per game. Um, so there's obviously a lot there that's left to be desired if you're an Ole Miss fan. Um, you know, when you take a look at them in conference, uh, it's obviously been a struggle, and you're sitting at one and seven. Uh, they've found pretty much every way to lose, whether it's a low-scoring game, a high-scoring game. Things have just really not went their way. The only win they have on the season in conference is at Georgia, January the 25th. They went to Athens and beat the Dogs 70-60. to 60. Other than that, it's been very, very tough sledding. 
for this Ole Miss Rebels team. Again, I think South Carolina will have the opportunity offensively to have another big game. Again, they're giving up 43% from the field. That is not very good defensively. And South Carolina has been shooting the lights out lately, shooting the lights out lately. So hopefully that will continue. Talking about the top storylines in this one, I think you have to start with Justin Manaya and just what the impact of his absence will have on this Gamecocks basketball team. You know, a guy, Manaya that I think we can all agree was really starting to come into his own, was really starting to play his best basketball this season, which is the most freaking unfortunate part about that whole injury stuff. But he's obviously got the thumb. He's going to be out for a bit. I already talked about, I don't know how long it'll be, but I don't expect him back in the near future, especially. So how does South Carolina's rotation I don't know that the game plan is necessarily going to change but how does it change up the rotation of players they bring in do we see more of Trey Hannibal uh you know do you switch up do you add another big in like what is the game plan now I guess with Mania's absence but the one thing I will say is that you are pretty deep at the guard position you'll probably see a lot more of Jair Bolden you'll see a lot more of Trey Hannibal so I think those two guys will be the main ones. You're going to continue to see A.J. Lawson. You're going to continue to see Jermaine Kuznar, especially with the way those guys have been playing. But how does Frank Martin handle that? How does this team handle that? I'll be very interested to see just if the Gamecocks can sort of overcome the loss of Justin Knight. Because he's also a veteran guy, too. You know, having that veteran presence, I think, was definitely beneficial for South Carolina. Now you take him out of the lineup. I'll be interested to see just how much, if if anything, changes with the offensive philosophy and just this overall team tomorrow or tonight. Uh, my next big storyline I just talked about: Does Trey Hannibal become more involved? You know, I think as Gamecock fans, we've all been sort of waiting and clamoring for more of Trey Hannibal. I mean, you you hear it at home games, dude. Every time Trey Hannibal takes the floor, there's a major ovation because I think Gamecock fans just love watching this kid play. He's electric. I've talked about. It. He's a human highlight reel, dude. I mean, he's a guy that. Every time he touches the ball, you know, he's like that freshman quarterback. He's going to make his mistakes, right? There's going to be growing pains. But, man, when he makes a play, it is so much fun to watch. It's so much fun to watch. Trey Hannibal's one of those guys. He's electric. He is fun to watch. How much more involved does he become? I I'm sort of sitting here waiting for that breakout game, if you will. You know what I mean? Like, I'm waiting for that breakout game for Trey Hannibal because he he's playing a lot more, I feel like. But, you know, the stats the stats aren't necessarily reflecting that. You know, he's having three, four-point nights. I mean, nothing really crazy. I tell you, man, I think there's going to become a night, and it may be tonight, where Trey Hannibal goes off for 10, 15. Like, we kind of get a glimpse of what he can really do. Could that game be tonight? I don't know. But I do expect Trey Hannibal to become much more involved in South Ghana's game plan. Um my next big storyline is Mike Coatsar. You know, can Mike Coatsar stay hot and sort of carry what he did uh, in the Vanderbilt game over to this game? You know, Mike, a guy that I think has had a phenomenal senior season, a guy that I think South Carolina fans, most South Carolina fans, if they're being realistic and they're being honest, did not expect a ton out of Mike Coatsar. You know, a guy that's always just been kind of uh, – not really even sure how to feel about his game. You know, not really sure what to think about Mike. He's always just been a guy you're like, I feel like he's got more in him, but hasn't been able to get the job done. He's been phenomenal for South Carolina. I talked about early in the season, even more so than the production on the floor as far as points, rebounds, all that stuff, the statistics. He's a guy to me that is really led as a senior. He, he's led by example, you know, the effort fighting for loose balls, fighting for 50-50 balls. I, I really like seeing that out of him. But now you're starting to see the statistics follow as well. So, 
you know, I'm excited for Mike. I'd love to see him continue to develop. I'd love to see him stay hot. Will he have another game like he had against Vandy? Probably not. But, again, you're trying to make a run at the NCAA tournament. Mike Coates are certainly a guy you need to continue to play his best basketball. Uh, my final storyline in this one, and you could make this a key to the game, a storyline, a talking point, whatever you want to, but <clears throat> the letdown factor. No letdown here. That's what I got in my notes. No letdown here. That's a big storyline. This team needs to continue to truck along, take care of its business, go to work, and this is a business trip going to Oxford. These are the type of games you need to make sure you come out laser-focused. There, there are no off days in the SEC. I don't care how bad Ole Miss has been. They're 1-7 in conference, 10-11 and 11 overall. You're thinking to yourself, wow, this team must be terrible. South Carolina should roll the way they've been playing. As a fan, sure, think that. But you can't think that if you're this Gamecocks basketball team. I don't think they will. I think they will come out laser-focused, ready to go. But you got to avoid the letdown. You absolutely have to avoid the letdown. You're the better team. Similar to what you did against Vandy, I want to see, see a team come out, keep that intensity, establish that you are the better team early on, and go wire to wire. You know what I mean? Don't ever let Ole Miss think they got a shot in this game. Don't ever let them think they got a shot. So avoid the letdown, to me, a big storyline here as well. Um, <clears throat> as far as taking a look at Ole Miss, players to watch for, you got to start with Brian Tyree, six foot two, 195, senior guard, uh, leads their team in points. He's their overall leader, 17.9 points per game, 3.6 rebounds per game. Again, a guy that is a senior, I think, is really the true leader on this basketball team. And again, he's a great scorer of the basketball. South Carolina, going to need to keep an eye on him. If he gets hot, he can really go off and have a big game against you. Again, 18 points per game, basically. So, Brian Tyree, a guy, Gamecock fans, you certainly want to watch for uh, in tonight's game. The next guy I want to highlight, Devontae Schuler, six foot two, 190 junior guard. Uh, Irmo, South Carolina product, by the way. So, a local product. He leads their team and assists. a great facilitator of the basketball 11.5 points per game, 4.8 rebounds per game. Schuler and Tyree really are their two, their two leads. Well, I, I could really throw in the third guy as well, which I'm going to get into in just a second. But Schuler, another one of their guys, again, great with the basketball in his hands, a guy that can really handle it. And, again, a great facilitator of the ball as well, leading their team in assists. So another guy I think South Carolina fans definitely need to watch. And I'm sure a lot of you watching will probably recognize this kid because, again, from Irmo, South Carolina. Um, and the final guy I want to highlight, K.J. Buffin. K.J. Buffin, six foot seven. 225, a real long player, sophomore forward, 9.9 .9 points per game, six rebounds per game. He leads their team in rebounds per game. Another is just another big body down there. Plays sort of like their Keyshawn Bryant, if you will, in that role, similar size, similar role. Um, the thing, you know, I wanted to highlight those three guys because the thing that really stands out to me is that outside of those you know, three, or you might you can add in Blake Henson as well. He's averaging over 10 points per game. But, you know, outside of three or four guys, there's really not a lot of good depth on this Ole Miss team. I, I think those are the three guys you need to focus on. And if you can stop those three or four guys from having a good game, if you can limit them, limit what they can do, you're going to have a very successful night. No questions about it. So, again, Brian Tyree, Devontae Shuler, and K.J. Buffin, three players, guys, to keep an eye on for sure. Um, my keys to the game in this one, I just talked about it. Wear down the Rebels. Play fast. Play with, play with tempo. Wear this team down. Because, again, outside of those first three or four guys, really, and I'm not saying that every team has six, seven, eight guys they can lean on, but I, there's just not a lot of quality depth on this Rebels team. I think if South Carolina can do that, play fast, wear them down, uh, be physical, get Ole Miss in foul trouble, 
I think you can have a ton of success because they're just gonna, they're not going to be able to play the style of basketball they need to play to beat South Carolina. Um, my second key to the game: ball movement. When South Carolina offensively moves the ball around, gets their shooters, they have great shooting days. You saw that against Vanderbilt. I thought the ball movement was fantastic. Definitely want to continue to see that again. I talked about Ole Miss giving up 43% from the field, 30% from three. I think this is a team South Carolina can definitely have another good offensive night, move the ball around, get your shooters open, and have a fun night shooting the basketball. I think South Carolina can definitely do that. And my final key to the game, I talked about this a little bit earlier. Keep the intensity. Keep the intensity. Do not let off the gas pedal. Do not get comfortable. I want to see South Carolina come in this game fired up, motivated. You have the opportunity to get your fourth straight SEC win. You have the opportunity to get to six and three in SEC play. Get your 14th win on the year. There's a lot to be excited about. I want to see a South Carolina team again come out motivated, fired up, put their foot on old Miss's throat, and don't let up all night long. Keep the intensity, and you'll win this basketball game. So again, my keys to the game: wear down the Rebels, ball movement, and keep the intensity. My prediction overall: I think South Carolina, similar to Vanderbilt, I think they will win this basketball game. I think the Gamecocks are a better team. You know, I think it really comes down to similar to what I said about Vandy and Mizzou and all that. You know, this South Carolina team is simply better. They're better than Ole Miss, no doubt. They are a better team top to bottom than Ole Miss. I think Frank Martin will have his guys motivated. I think South Carolina's got all the momentum in the world right now. Um, you know, again, three straight SEC wins. You're feeling good about yourself. I know you lose Manaya, but – A.J. Lawson starting to come back around. Jermaine Kuznard's been consistent as ever playing some good basketball. Jair Bolden, I think his game's starting to come back around. Mike Coatsar, what he's doing. McCreary and Levesque seem to be getting more and more comfortable in their roles. So I think South Carolina comes out, does it again. I think they have a really, really good shooting night again. I think the Gamecocks get the W 78-65. to I've got South Carolina winning this game again. I think the Gamecocks are the better team. I think they know they're the better team, but I think they'll want them to come out and I feel like every game for this team is sort of a, a prove-it-to-me type game. You know what I mean? Because I, I think this team, they, they should feel this way. This team has doubters. You know what I mean? I, I, I like the way – I feel like this team is playing with a bit of a chip on its shoulder. And I, I love to see that. I absolutely love to see that from this team. This group is going to take them a long way. Again, you got a lot of work to do still to be a serious contender for the NCAA tournament. But winning a game like tonight, is a must. And again, I think they will. I got South Carolina winning 78 to 65. Rebels simply cannot keep up against the Gamecocks. Uh, all right, let's talk some baseball position unit preview, breaking down the Gamecocks, catchers, finishing out the position unit previews, by the way, before we get to opening day week next week and actually preview the season and break all that down. Before we get into everything, before we get into that, I should say, guys, if you need your tickets to literally anything and everything, whether it be Gamecocks, basketball, baseball, football tickets, softball, whatever it may be, concerts, comedy club events, professional sporting events, SeatGeek has got you covered. Go download the SeatGeek app, go to SeatGeek.com, use the promo code SPURSUP, you're going to save $20 off your first purchase. Guys, like I said, I thought the fall was busy as far as what's going on. The spring is out of control. We've got baseball, we've got softball, we've got basketball, we've got everything else, and I'm track and field. We've got everything else I'm probably forgetting. But it is crazy busy, which means there's, it's a good thing. There's a ton of events to go to. So if you need tickets, again, if you're trying to take the fam out to a baseball game at Founders Park this year, if you're trying to take the family to Colonial Life Arena Saturday to see South Carolina play Texas A&M, 
Why not save some money in the process? Again, it's 20 bucks. You can buy a couple beers with it, a couple drinks, get you some food, whatever it may be. Put it in the gas tank for all I care. Save yourself some money in the process. They've got a great ticket rating system which rates the tickets for you based on the type of deal you're getting. So never again are you got to worry about buying from a scalper, worrying about are these tickets legitimate? Are they real? Are they fake? Do I even have a good view? Where am I sitting? How much did the person next to me pay? Oh, they got a better price than me? Well, what the hell? Why did that happen? SeatGeek takes care of all that work for you. All that worry is gone. You know exactly what you're spending your money on. You know you're getting the best bang for your buck, and they really they really give you that peace of mind before you click the buy button. So again, that's our friends at SeatGeek. Go download the SeatGeek app or go to SeatGeek.com. Use the promo code SPURSUP. That's S-P-U-R-S-U-P to save $20 off your first purchase. Guys, go get those tickets. I'm telling you, if you're going into Gamecock sporting events and you're not using a Gamecock promo code to save money, You're doing yourself a disservice. That's all I'll say. So, again, all right, let's jump into some baseball. Wrapping up the position at previews. These have been fun. These have been really fun. It's crazy we're wrapping them up. That means we are getting closer to opening day, guys. We're nine days away. We're in single digits. We are in single digits for opening day. Let's freaking go. I want to talk about the Gamecocks catchers today going into the 2020 season. A very interesting position, by the way. Uh, You take a look at the key losses. Obviously, the big one is Luke Berryhill. Luke Berryhill basically catching every single game for you a year ago. Um, Chris Cullen, I have him on here, the key loss too. Chris, obviously a friend of the show, caught the first game last year, switched over to first base. I listed him as well because he is a loss, but Luke Berryhill really was the guy behind the plate for you for South Carolina. He hit 271, 12 homers, 49 RBIs. It was another one of those Juco transfer hitters that really had a good year for you. I mean, I, Luke was very consistent. Uh, at the plate especially, had a big game against Clemson, had a lot of big games for you. Um, you know, he left a little bit to be desired behind the plate, um, but was really forced in that role. I mean, Chris Cullen, it was apparent after the very first game that he wasn't going to be, be the solution back there. And you really had nobody else that could take over that role and take it over the way Luke could. Um, that's why I say it's such an intriguing position because I'm so excited about the catcher position this year and the fact that South Carolina's got more than one option. Uh, You take a look at who's back. Wes Clark, I know I listed him with the first baseman, and I fully expect him to start at first base, but he is a guy that can catch, so I wanted to list him. But you add Dallas Beaver, Colin Burgess, Jax Cash. You got other guys. There's not just going to be one guy. Hallelujah. I know Dallas Beaver's knees are saying hallelujah as well. Uh, Beaver, obviously, the big transfer coming in out of Southern Miss. Um, a guy who has had a lot of success on this level. Um, you watch him in fall. You watch him in spring. Is a guy that's got a big bat, uh, a guy I'm fully expecting double-digit home runs out of, and somebody that was actually listed top 30 catchers in the country by D1Baseball.com. So a guy, again, is worth all the hype in my opinion. I'm really excited to see what he can do against SEC pitching, but a guy that has done it on the D1 level already. Colin Burgess, a true freshman out of, out of Lexington, South Carolina, I like what I've seen from Colin. I don't know how much he's necessarily going to play. I think he could be a really good late-inning replacement or somebody that could give a guy like Dallas Beaver uh, a rest, if you will. Again, that's what I'm saying. I'm just so happy we don't have to punish one guy game after game after game back there at the catcher position. But uh, Burgess is a guy I think has developed fairly well. Um, I think he needs to continue to develop at the plate, but defensively, he's he's definitely good enough to see innings. He's definitely good enough defensively to see innings. And then Jax Cash, another guy who's a young guy that uh, was out in the fall with an arm issue, but you know, watching him this spring, 
he's got a hose back there. I'm not going to lie to you. He's got a hose, a guy that I see some potential at the plate as well. I'm not sure how much he'll really see the field. But uh, I think Jack's cash, especially in the future, could be a really nice piece for this baseball team. For me, most approved – listen, I didn't want to list Dallas Beaver as most approved and best overall. So, for most approved, it is going to be Colin Burgess. Again, you need that second catcher, right? And I think, you know, the beauty is, is again, Wes Clark can come catch if you need. And then you could put Bryant Bowen at first base, for example. Or, heck, I think Bowen is actually caught before, too. So, I mean – They've got a bunch of different options, but I want to see what Colin Burgess can do. Again, a guy that I think is really knocking on the door, really just trying to break through as a true freshman, adjusting this level. I saw some nice things actually in the scrimmage Monday. He had had a single and a double. You know, a guy that, again, I think is slowly coming along, but he's got the most to prove again to me in the sense that I want to see this kid continue to develop, kind of become that number two catcher. Like I said, I think defensively right now he's he's without a doubt good enough to play, good enough to get innings. But can he continue to develop his game? And when they need to give Dallas Beaver some relief, can he be that guy they call on? And can he at least be a viable option, a good option? Listen, he's not going to be he's not going to be Dallas Beaver. He's not going to hit twenty home runs or anything like that, crazy like that. But I'd like to see Burgess get in there and, again, have a number two catcher, be that no, true number two catcher for South Carolina. Uh, best overall for me, I already mentioned, Dallas Beaver. Dallas Beaver, no question, best overall for this Gamecocks team. A guy that's already done it on the D1 level for Southern Miss. You know, I, Again, Dallas Beaver getting recognition from D1Baseball.com, top 30 catchers in the country. That's pretty damn good accolades. Again, watching him in the fall and the spring, big-time lefty bat, a guy with a ton of pop, a ton of power. One of the my one of the my favorite things though that I've seen from Beaver, and I saw this in I think it was in Sunday's scrimmage. I want to say I think it was Sunday's. Beaver's a guy that listen, he's got pop. I mean, this dude is a slugger, no question. He is a slugger. But for example, Sunday scrimmage, Sunday afternoon, two outs, runner on third. Beaver's up to the plate. Does he try to get big and long and hit the two run homer and do too much? Nope. Takes the inside pitch, turns on it, ground ball to the right side, RBI. That, to me, speaks a lot to his maturity. He's a veteran guy. Um, And it's just, again, it's something you love to see. A a guy that's not just a home run guy. He's not going to be a guy that's either strikeout or home run. I think he's a well-rounded hitter who has a lot of pop. And I'm very excited. I think think he's certainly going to be the Gamecocks' everyday catcher. And I'm really excited for South Carolina fans to see him because, again, this kid – all-around good baseball player, very, very solid behind the plate defensively. I think he's just as good, if not better, than Luke Berryhill was. So I'm extremely excited for what Dallas Beaver can do. The season will be successful if – I put this first part as a joke, but not really. It'll be successful if one guy doesn't have to catch every single freaking game. I mean, you look at last year, poor Luke Berryhill, dog. I mean, Luke Berry. listen, there were 56 games last year. Luke Berryhill started 56 games. I think he started at the DH in game one and started at catcher every other game. I mean, just crazy. Again, you felt bad for Berryhill's knees at some point. But seriously, I mean, developing a number two, number three catcher, that's going to be a huge success in my opinion. But really, if Dallas Beaver hits double-digit home runs, it'll be a success because I think he's a guy that has to. He's a guy that certainly should. Again, he is a well-rounded hitter, but he's also got that pop. He's got that pop and needs to have that pop in the middle of this South Carolina lineup. He's a, he's a guy I, I expect to bat somewhere between the three and the five hole, no doubt. 
no doubt. He's going to be right there at three, four, five. Um, probably four. I, honestly, I see him as the cleanup. I think he's probably your cleanup hitter. Um, so double-digit home runs are a must from him. I'd love to see him hit around that 300 mark. I don't think he'll be a 300 guy. I think he's probably 275, 280, but, I mean, hell, we'll take a 280 season with 15 bombs. No questions asked. No questions asked. Sign me up for that right now. Um, overall grade for the unit, I'm going to give him an A. I mean, I think this is a really good unit this year, led by Dallas Beaver. Again, and having so much flexibility with different guys, being able to put different guys in there. Um, again, the fact that you're going to have more than one guy that can catch hell, you've got three or four different options back there, and it's led by a guy, again, that's ranked top 30 catchers in the entire country. So Dallas Beaver is going to be a really good one. I expect him to have a good year this year for South Carolina. And, again, it's, it's such a relief. It's nice to know that, hey, if Beaver needs a day off, you know, let him DH and we'll put somebody else back there to catch or, or whatever. You know what I mean? But you at least have that option. So, again, I, I give the catchers an A. I, I feel really, really good about the catcher position this year. Um, all right, that's going to do it for me. Appreciate you guys tuning in. Again, a packed show today. Really do appreciate you guys tuning in. Full National Signing Day coverage on the SpursUpShow.com, on all our social media outlets, obviously. Be sure to check that out. And I'll obviously have a, have a full recap of the Gamecocks game against Ole Miss tonight, National Signing Day recap. It's going to be a very fun show on Thursday as well or tomorrow. But, guys, really do appreciate you guys tuning in. Appreciate all the support again. It means the world. Stay tuned. A lot of fun and exciting announcements upcoming I'm really, really pumped for you guys to hear about this stuff. It's going to be a game changer. And it's all for you guys. It's all for you guys. I'm, I'm so pumped about it. So, again, thank you for tuning in as always. I am Chris Phillips of the Spurs Up Show. Appreciate you guys tuning in, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.